My paintings are open to suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to make them perfect, mm-hmm. technically. Right. I just want them to make them convincing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that trying to convey an emotion is more important than try to be Da Vinci. Two artists walk into a bar. Now stop me if you've heard this one. Listen in as artists and creators talk over drinks about their work, life, and the creative journey. Thanks for tuning in to Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. I'm your host artist, Carol McQuaid. Today we're in Greece, on the island of Crete, heading into Heraklion to meet up at the Minotaur Cafe with artist and musician Manolia Kokoliani. She grew up in both Crete and Athens, paints beautiful introspective canvases in the intense and subdued palettes of this island home, and yet it's jigs and reels she performs on her classical Greek lyra with her Irish partner musician Paul Goodman. It's these awesome contradictions that keep life interesting, isn't it? You'll find links to her art and music in the show notes at twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you like the show, please remember to subscribe and forward the link to your favorite art friends. And if you love the show, head to the website where you can buy us our next round. Now follow me to the Minotara Cafe on the island of Crete and listen in as Manolia and I talk about the dance between music and painting, the satisfaction of having good students, and how to not mess with the gods of art. Cheers. So here I am with Manolia Kokoliani at the Minotara Cafe here in Heraklion in Greece. And it is a gorgeous spot. Thank you so much for coming down and, and chatting with me. Thank you for inviting. Yeah, no, this is great. I One of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you, I loved the paintings that I saw. I thought they were beautiful. But I also am really intrigued. You are an artist and you're also a musician. Yes. Have you always been both? No. No? No. Tell no. Back in the days when I was studying in the School of Arts, I had my lira, my instrument, but I didn't think of ever becoming a professional musician. Mm-hmm. So I did both, but uh, music was like a hobby. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to learn uh, this music that I liked and uh, be able to play, right. uh, not performing for the, in front of an audience. Uh-huh. Tell me about your instrument. I was looking at the music you do and I saw some jigs and reels and things. Is that right? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So tell me about what kind of music you play. And Actually, I'm uh, working with Paul Goodman. He's a musician and composer. He lives in Crete the last 15 years and uh, he basically is from Ireland. Mm-hmm. So uh, we play his music. That uh, His music is influenced by Mediterranean music, uh, music from Balkan, music from Ireland and uh, rock music that he's been listening when he was a young, uh, like he, he used to play guitar since he was 15 and right. he played in groups, they were very successful back in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So his uh, music is influenced by many things. And in some concerts we play some jigs and reels because uh, it's from his descendants, it's uh, from the first music he listened to. Yeah, what an interesting blend, Irish music and Mediterranean Greek music, that I'm very intrigued. And what kind of concerts do you play? Uh, Usually we play in, uh, we try to find decent places like small theatres or uh, music stages. Mm-hmm. that are interested in this type of music because there is no singing mm-hmm. so we're just uh, there playing the instruments and uh, you need to have quiet and to perform it's something that you you constantly give to people so 
you need the, uh, an audience that is ready to take. Right. People that want to sit and listen. Yeah. And uh, we, we travel uh, all over Greece. Usually I'm, we're going to Athens because there are many places there. And uh, we give concerts in the, as I told you, in theaters and music stages. Oh, perfect. When this show goes up, I'll put some links through to your music so people can hear you play. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that'd thank be fun. You. So you were playing as a hobby and you were painting. Tell me about your art background. My art background, I finished the school in Thessaloniki, northern Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked painting and uh, all the artists that I really loved and uh, influenced me were actually painters. Like maybe they were conceptual but they did, um, you know, they had the canvas and the brushes. So I said, uh, this is still happening, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Because I also liked other artists like Ilya Kabakov, he's not painting, but uh, I don't feel ready to get rid of my brushes and do something else. Right. Yeah. Looking at your paintings, they are very pared down and beautiful. To me, they look not like Greek paintings, but they look like Greece itself. Like the lighting is very much what you see. It's got a a really stark clarity and very beautiful. Is that always what your paintings have been like or has it evolved over time? Uh, Thank you for saying that. It's something that I don't even think about. Mm -hmm. It's just the way I'm trying to put the colors together. Maybe this is something that it's in my head because I've seen it so much. Mm-hmm. I remember a professor in the school telling me so. He could say that I come from South. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had no idea how he could see it, but uh, I was happy to hear this comment. Mm-hmm. And it is different. I went to Thessaloniki. Not easy for me to say, is that right? <laughs> Thessaloniki. That's okay. Yeah, about a year ago, and it's a very different feel from here. Yeah. Yeah. We went to a beautiful, it was a village in the mountains. Oh, what was it called? Uh, Micronizia, is that? Micronizia? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, gorgeous. But the town itself is very different from Crete. Are you from here originally or are you my parents i was mm-hmm. growing up in athens mm-hmm. but i was visited in crete uh, as um, yeah. as often as possible mm-hmm. uh, so until the age of seven i was confused i thought i was living in crete and i was going to athens for vacations <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the right balance <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know where you're from it's just right <laughs> but as you, as you said the saloniki or wherever you go in greece there are so many different faces like mm-hmm. if you go over northern around uh, evros the, the river, it's like visiting a different Greece. Yeah. It's uh, amazing how such a small land has so many uh, differences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you grew up in Athens, mm. and were you always artsy? Were you always painting and drawing oh, as yeah. a child? Yeah. So oh, yeah. you knew what direction you were headed right from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. And when you went to art school, tell me about that experience, what that's like here in Greece. Well, the experience is always, um, you know, you you have something in your mind, especially when you're young, and then you see something completely different. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you go in a big university that there are many, many students and you are just nobody. There are so many people, the tutor doesn't remember who you are, he doesn't remember your name maybe. So you have to stand out. And uh, in order to stand out, you have to be either a very good artist or do something clever. Mm-hmm. So maybe 
if it's not clever enough, you stand out, but not in a good way. Right. <laughs> uh, so I decided to be sincere with what I do, and I said, okay, I don't know everything. I have to learn. I have to do better uh, drawing and better painting. Uh, some people appreciated that. Mm -hmm. That I'm just trying to be honest. Right. And uh, I saw so many things happening, even in the school, because there were some people that were really progressive and they were doing stuff like installation and uh, using computers and uh, fantastic things. That uh, I was not, that was not my tendency. So I said, okay, I'll do my thing and I'll try to be good at what I do. Mm -hmm. It was a nice experience because uh, after all, uh, if you're just on your own and you are, you're just trying, you will not get much information. But if you're there and you see this and you hear about this artist and you, you go to this lesson, you get much more information and you can choose what, what's good for you. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting time right now to be an artist because there is that. There, we have all the classic techniques. I'm a printmaker generally and painter. The work that I do has been done for centuries. Painting has been done for centuries and now there are all these different um, modes and methods and mediums and it is uh, everything is available all at the same time. It's a bit of a it's a, it's a craft just to figure out what direction you want to go and follow it enough to become really strong in one area. So yeah. So when you are painting here, are you in a studio painting throughout the day? I know you said uh, you had some students. That were they art? Are they art students? Like, what is your what's your art life like here in Crete right now? Uh, I'm I'm still trying to get a grip on my art life because I've, I'm changing constantly what I'm doing. So it's like every year I'm uh, the, on the starting point. Like I've been working uh, in the school as an art teacher, which didn't give me much time to paint and also play music. That's uh, that's why I quit. I said I cannot yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. So now I'm painting more because this is what I do. And uh, my students are either coming in my studio or I go to their place. And I have a few students for music that I usually go to their place. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Any of the same students doing both art no. and music with you? Yeah. No, no. But there is one that uh, she's learning uh, Lyra. She actually is from uh, Montana. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's also painting. She likes it. And she, she asked me if we could uh, do some lessons. Oh, okay. <laughs> so She's not yet a student for painting, but maybe right. in a few days. Yeah, she's from Montana, and she lives. Yeah, and she lives here. Yeah. yeah. Is there a big expat community here, or a big uh, American or British community here? I think there is. There are enough people, English-speaking people. Like in the village now, it's uh, in a, in the village outside uh, Iraq. It's this girl from uh, Montana, a couple from England. Uh, Rose Daly. He's from Irish. Paul Goodman, my friend, he's from Ireland, he's uh, Irish. Uh, another Irish lady, people from France yeah. that live and work there as well. Yeah. And this is, uh, these are the few people that I know. There are more. Like uh, there is another American guy that I don't know what he's doing. He's working also in Greece. I don't. I we haven't really met. Yeah. So a real international community here. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot my friend from Germany, Sibylla. This is a filmmaker. Ah. Uh, do you find that it is a very you chose Crete to live? Why? I chose Crete when uh, because when the crisis kicked in, I thought it would be better to live in a more healthy environment. Mm -hmm. Sorry, in a healthier environment. So. I thought that maybe living in a big city, but not Athens, would be easier to uh, 
to survive actually. Mm-hmm. Now I'm having thoughts upon that mm-hmm. because uh, I'm not sure about art, about the drawing thing, but for music, I've been working in Athens all this year, mm-hmm. coming and going, coming and going. So I don't see the point to spend half of the money traveling. Right. So are you thinking of relocating back to Athens? Yes, I'm seriously thinking about it. Yeah. And when we were talking before I started recording, uh, we were talking about making a living from art compared to making a living from music. And you were saying that it's more... You didn't say this, but I took it that you were saying that it was easier to make a living as a musician here than an artist. And how is that? Why do you think that is? I think that is happening, to be honest, Carol, because when I finished the school, I didn't uh, start working as an artist, as I do now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I lost uh, some time, because yeah. I'm coming from a family, mm, not from a rich family. So they helped me finish the school in another city. And the first thing I was thinking when I came back to Athens was to, f- to get a job and uh, prevent them from... Uh, paying my way right and Be independent uh, and that was very honest but it was uh, very bad as a choice of a career mm-hmm. because then you have to work elsewhere maybe in a school maybe in a theater maybe whatever wherever I worked mm-hmm. but I didn't have the time to find the proper places for me to show my my paintings yeah because uh, there are many galleries that you cannot uh, it's not easy to pay your way in okay you have to rent a place and and also you have to find a very good uh, curator to support you. Right. And uh, I, I didn't have the money for that. So I didn't, because I was working, I also didn't have the time to find a smaller gallery. Right. That you must not give so much money to pay your way in. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to find the better curator. Right. And is that fairly typical here? Is it a challenge for artists to find places to show and to get into a situation where they are able to sell their work and make a living? It is a challenge because uh, even if you get yourself yourself in this kind of gallery, the the expensive one, it's not uh, certain that somebody will buy your art. Right. Because as you said, uh, there are so many things that have been done. Mm -hmm. So, so many things have been done. And if you're a painting that has been happening for centuries, Mm -hmm. maybe you will not impress very many people. Right. Even though it, it might be good what you're doing, mm-hmm. maybe you will not imp- impress many people because they've seen that. They say, oh, okay, it's good, it's nice, I like it, but it has already happened. Yeah. So it is challenging because people are uh, showing their art in, uh, in uh, anything, uh, just a room that you can call it a gallery, you can just stick your painting in there, yeah. in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, uh, in a coffee shop, like everywhere. Right. Yeah. And uh, the important thing then is not uh, to sell, is that people come and visit. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they cannot afford it, but they saw it. Right. They mm-hmm. got this idea in their head. Mm-hmm. And what kind of subject matter are you painting now? Um, what I'm painting now is actually what I'm painting for the last 10 years. It's this thing about the windows in... Uh, a closed room mm-hmm. and the in and out thing like that it's a reality that you live and the re- reality that it's uh, outside the window and whole different world mm-hmm. because sometimes what I my experience uh, from living in the city for so many years is that you're in uh, your little world with your little problems 
and you don't see the big picture, how important you are mm -hmm. for the whole world. How, what's your importance in the universe? What do you do? How could you be more important and more helpful mm -hmm. and give more... Um, and I don't have the word so to, to influence some people. Mm -hmm. Right, to have more impact. Yes, yeah. by your existence. Yeah. In any kind of, um, of uh, aspect, like uh, not only as an artist, but uh, as a mother, mm -hmm. as a civil servant, right. as, a, as a being, as a human being. Mm -hmm. And so you're painting people in windows. Tell me more about them. Tell me thematically how your paintings are working. My paintings are open to suggestions. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to make them perfect. Technically, right. I just want them to make them convincing. Right. I want, uh, I'll use the same word, I want to have an impact. Right. People to see them and uh, feel, uh, have something to think about. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to be indifferent in front of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that trying to convey an emotion is more important than try to be Da Vinci. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm using models mm -hmm. and uh, then I'm uh, maybe taking a photo and I'm because I don't, I can't have a model for right. <laughs> as much time. I need to finish the painting. Yeah, and uh, I have to say that I'm influenced by Henri Matisse. Mm -hmm. This thing with the windows, mm -hmm. I loved it. And uh, one of my favorites is uh, Dibekorn. And you, I guess you know him, an American artist, Dibekorn. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I liked very much his abstract and yeah. also the others with the uh, people mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying just to be convincing, mm -hmm. to be myself and be convincing with what I do. Right. And looking at them, your people look very deep in thought. That absolutely comes across. They are very thoughtful pieces, and they're beautiful. How large are they? I'm, I've only seen images of them. How yeah. big are you working? Sorry, I didn't send you details. They are not uh, more than uh, a meter, mm -hmm. like uh, a meter and uh, 75, maybe it's the largest, because uh, it's difficult to sell them. Yeah. So although I like to work in uh, a little bit large, like 1 and 150 meters, right. I avoid it because uh, it's not uh, very easy to, to give them away. Like the ones I have that are uh, 60, Mm -hmm. Sense to 80 uh, centimeters, sorry, mm -hmm. to 80 centimeters. I think they are very small and people think they are very big to buy them. Right, yeah. So, what to do? Yeah, that's always an interesting thing. And being here, are you mostly selling to people who are local or people buying them and shipping them places? Oh, it's uh, quite, it's, it's very random. Mixed, yeah. Uh, like, uh, there are people uh, that are not from here. Mm -hmm that came and visited and saw the painting and they wanted to buy it so they took it back in England yeah. or uh, people that uh, uh, see them here but they buy them in Athens right yeah and do you have a gallery in Athens that's representing you I used to mm -hmm. but uh, he's uh, he does no longer exist mm -hmm. uh, because it was very expensive for him to afford the place, so he closed it. He's also an arti artist, and he's, uh, on, he only has a workshop. He's doing his thing. Mm -hmm. So f with this uh, coming and going to Athens and not staying enough to get to know some people better, and also doing the music thing more, mm -hmm. I didn't really try to find a decent gallery to represent me. Mm -hmm. But I will. 
I was in Athens a couple of days ago and did a bit of a walking tour around uh, one of the areas I was in was Psyri. Psyri, yes. Yeah, and beautiful murals. I interviewed somebody who is a is a street artist and also does the walking tours through the city. And do you see much of that here? Are people doing street art or painting on the painting on the walls or not really. It's happening uh, at the area of Lakos mm-hmm. now. Uh, the last few years, I, I don't have many information for this project, to be honest, so I don't want to say something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some artists that um, had this idea of doing something with this area, mm-hmm. and they are doing some nice street art and um, also uh, performances. Mm-hmm. And, and that's here on Crete? Yes, yeah. it's um, it's very close, this area, actually, it's around the corner. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I may walk over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And for you, you've done, you're doing your paintings. Did you also do some theater paintings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the jobs I find back in Athens was to, uh, I was in a crew that we were painting the sceneries. Mm-hmm. So the set designer was telling us what to do, and uh, we did it the, the way he wanted or she wanted to look like uh, wood or marble or destroyed or new, brand new or whatever. Right. And I liked that. This, uh, uh, it's, it was like a huge painting. Right, yeah. And you had to u- use a huge brush, like <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. And uh, then I, I had some uh, uh, experience with... Um, the National Theatre of Greece, I was working in the wardrobe department. Oh, interesting. So I had a little bit of experience of this and uh, that, and it uh, helped me because I had done some uh, scenery set designing in Crete and also some costumes. Oh, interesting. And do you have any training or background, or you were just naturally good at no, that? No, I didn't have any background. Just that the people that uh, I worked with were very good, like the lady that had uh, this... Um, I was working for in Athens. She had finished the School of Arts in uh, France. Mm-hmm. She was very good and she really liked what she was doing. For her, it was not only a job, it was art. Right. So it was very good to see how she, she was moving around this uh, thing and uh, the research she made to do it properly and uh, it was fantastic. And did you find that doing those things, did it influence your artwork at all or is it very separate? It's separate. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. separate. Like uh, my artwork has influenced the other things more than uh, oh, okay. the theater has influenced my artwork. Yeah. At least not for the time being, because I'm thinking of uh, doing some paintings bigger and uh, more theatrical, but it's still in my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe a little bit like um, uh, surrealistic. Mm-hmm. But it's not yet uh, ready, this yeah. idea of mine. Uh, that's always a fun stage when an idea is forming and uh, everything you're looking at is informing that idea and, and uh, you go and go and go and go and then all of a sudden you find a chunk of time and a space. And Where do you see that happening for you? Is that something you're going to continue here or are you headed... I, d- I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I, d- I don't push things to happen. Mm-hmm. They just happen. Mm-hmm. So even if it doesn't happen, it's not the first time that I had an idea and it didn't it didn't become real. So all this happening or not happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. I believe in that. 
Uh, I'm just being patient. Yeah. I'm just being patient with uh, what I'm doing and uh, both art and music and uh, where I am right now. Now I'm still here mm-hmm. and I'm doing my best here. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'll see. We'll see what's happening. So a little more time. And tell me about life here, why you love Crete, what the benefits are of being here. I like uh, the fact that you're going out of your house and you see a real tree mm-hmm. <laughs> and you say, oh, look at a tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad to be close to nature because uh, I think that uh, us beings were more uh, natural phenomenon. Now that we're not, we live in, um, in the gray zone, in uh, cement things and uh, you use cars and uh, I think this disconnects us with what we really are. Yeah. So I don't uh, I feel it's bad to be able to go to the mountain and to the sea in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe longer. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's it's good for your for your soul. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the things I like here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that I remember where I come from. Yeah. Uh, naturally. And you live a little bit outside of the city here. Yeah. Yeah. And is your studio there as well? My studio is there, yes. Yeah, what is that like? Tell me about your studio. Well, my studio is uh, a room uh, detached in my house, the house that I live. So we live together with Paul and we work together. He's, he has a, his, his studio also in the house. He's uh, recording things and mixing and mastering. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not, uh, my studio is not huge, but it's uh, bright. It's mm-hmm. so nice, yeah. and uh, it can fit uh, me and my students. Mm-hmm. They're not very big groups of people. I usually want to have two people in a, in a group. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it's the first studio I had that is so bright, to be honest. That's uh, that's why I like it so much. Yeah, yeah. Sounds be- and is it near the sea? Uh, the sea is 20 minutes from Arhanes. Yeah. 20-25. So I, yeah, okay, I need to to use the car to yeah. go there but it's uh, it's not a big deal yeah I can just go have a swim and come back and paint well it sounds beautiful it is and you sh- you're showing here in Crete and you've done some shows in Athens yeah. and so on do you have anything lined up right now are you uh, yeah I have uh, a show with uh, my students two of my students so we're having an exhibition uh, on the opening is on Wednesday. Ah. The ca- Wednesday is coming, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, after a month, I have a show in the museum in uh, Fodele. Mm-hmm. I've been invited there, so I'm going to show some of my older paintings. Yeah. And uh, this uh, with the students, I'm happy you asked because I'm very proud of them. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, if you want to do art, if it's music or even if it's um, painting, whatever. You cannot avoid the fact that sometimes, at some stage, you have to expose yourself. Right. And um, uh, this idea also came from the seminars in Hudeci. Have you heard? It's a music school there. No. Ross Daly runs uh, music schools, and there are seminars coming, happening all the summer. And so uh, sometimes uh, there are concerts with the students. The students, the students that follow a seminar, they give a concert, not because they're brilliant musicians, but because this is also another um, uh, aspect of what they do. Right. Yeah. Uh, to perform in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to I start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I asked my students if they would like to do this with me, and they said okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they're so happy now that they're doing it that I'm also happy to yeah. have this idea. Yeah. 
And are you seeing their work develop? Are they? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, fun. Uh, this is a fantastic group. This is one of my favorite group of students. We are three of them, three of us, and we constantly give ideas one to the other. Mm -hmm. Like uh, one is sleep is uh, painting a person sleeping, and then this idea goes to the other, the two of us, and we do it in a different way. Right. Or I paint a window with a view, and then the other day I have a painting with a window with a view, and uh, I like the way that th this idea is changing hands and it's becoming different. Mm -hmm. That is one of my favorite things about connecting with other artists, and you never know what you're going to pick up from them or what's going to sort of travel in the airwaves from one to the other. And mm. even if it's um, you know somebody's painting and somebody's doing something completely different, like music or sculpting or you know those things find their way in 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 very cool ways yeah yeah how did you start teaching uh i thought that i could help some people mm -hmm. i could help like if somebody's a beginner or has no idea i thought that i could help them find uh, their way through it so uh, actually, it was a bit easy because I was asked. I didn't even uh, thought of uh, asking people to come. Mm -hmm. uh, a mother asked me to teach her son, and I said, okay. So I started having children first, mm -hmm. and then I had some adults. Mm -hmm. uh, now I have more adults than children, yeah. which can be very interesting because of the age rate, but it can also be more difficult because sometimes adults have a... A very rectangular opinion about things, and it's very difficult to break through and yeah. <laughs> convince them for something else. Yeah. The most uh, common is that uh, painting is not photography. If you want to make it look like a photography, go get a camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Kids are freer. They're mm. they're more. L they have not become as constricted in their thinking. Uh, do you find that the kids pick up the skill as quickly as well? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, sometimes they're amazing. Yeah. So how old are the artists that are doing the show with you? Are they adults? Uh, yeah, yeah, they are adults. One is 35, mm -hmm. and the other one is 38. Mm -hmm. I'm 39. Mm -hmm. We're mm -hmm. quite adults, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Grown-up <laughs> grown kids. Yeah. Um, and are they moving towards a professional art career as well? That's their journey? I don't know. Or is it hobby? I don't know, because they both uh, do another job for a living. Mm-hmm. The uh, one lady is making uh, uh, soap and um, natural cosmetics. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what she studies. She's a biologist. And uh, the other lady is an accountant. Yeah. And they both liked painting. And uh, through these lessons, they became really interested in, in it. Mm -hmm. uh, the one, the accountant, is more practical. And I think she's thinking about this. Like, okay, I'm making canvases. I have to sell them now. Right. She's more into this, but she she doesn't um, uh, present herself as a very well uh, um, skilled artist that has been painting for ages. She's very sincere to what she is. Right. The other one, I think, is more timid because she's running at the shop with the herbs, and uh, maybe she's more um, relaxed with the idea. But she likes it very much. I love the idea that people don't necessarily need to be one thing you know you can be an accountant or you can be a you can be making something and be an artist and be a musician and I think somewhere along the way we got a little too in our grooves where we we don't all paint unless we think we're an artist and it's uh, it's nice to see people 
who are doing other things moving forward and uh, allowing themselves to express that way. I'm teaching right now, the way I got here was because I'm teaching on this cruise ship and it's really fun to see people come and it attracts a lot of people who are artists or art teachers or hobbyists, uh, but it also attracts people who just don't have anything else to do wow. and they want to come up and give it a try and I find it amazing to see people discover this thing about themselves that they can actually create and express and there's an emotion that comes with it like why haven't I always been doing this yeah. you know and it's it's interesting to see people give themselves permission to do art without feeling the pressure of being yeah. I am an artist kind of mentality yeah. yeah so that must be really rewarding seeing a real mix for you kids and adults and and seeing people step into their own as Yes. Yeah. This thing that you described right now was really amazing with the kids because uh, some of them feel useless. Mm -hmm. They haven't had a hobby or they don't have a tendency to do a sport or something and they feel completely useless. Mm -hmm. And then you give them a little bit of clay and they make something fantastic and you, you see them feel like, okay, I can do something. Yeah. And... Uh, Uh, this made me feel good as a teacher that I just gave them the opportunity to try something. Yeah. Some of them I haven't seen them in ages, so I hope they didn't quit. Yeah, hopefully they're out there doing something creative somewhere. <laughs> I hope, yeah. So what is next for you? What's your next adventure? You've got a couple shows coming up. Yeah. And are you doing different work for them or are you, are you creating new pieces right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, always? Yeah, um, I am... Actually, I have to organize my time in a way that um, I can do both, both music and art. So sometimes if I'm getting prepared for a, a travel to Athens and I have concerts, I don't really paint because I have to study and you know, be certain of what I'm playing. But uh, there is always something new coming. Now I'm working one uh, painting with the windows and uh, I had the strange idea of making a very small window that you can see nothing outside of it, so... <laughs> it has really stuck in my mind, this idea. It's like it's, uh, I dreamt of it, so... Yeah. That totally intrigues me. So why do you think it's shifted that way? What, uh, what was going through your... I don't know, it's like... I don't know, Carol, you're an artist too. I don't know if sometimes you're looking at your own, mm -hmm. painting your art, and you're just looking at it and uh, trying to communicate with it, and uh, suddenly you have an idea of uh, another artist that you like or uh, a certain symbol, mm -hmm. that's how it works. Maybe uh, when I look at it or when I don't look at it but I'm thinking of it, a certain symbol pops into my mind or uh, mm -hmm. a name of an artist. So I have an, uh, to go and look the book yeah. and I see a picture of this artist and I said, oh yeah, that's it, I have to do something along these lines. Yeah. I get some great idea. And I just let it happen. Isn't it amazing we just are, as artists, you're constantly choosing your own like it's never oh I have to fill in this box or do you know you're just allowed to let your mind wander and see what yeah and see what comes that's fantastic yeah and see what comes if it doesn't work that's okay that, uh, yeah. you just go on and try yeah right on well lucky us <laughs> <laughs> lucky us yes indeed <laughs> and do you have any concerts coming up oh yeah yeah uh, at the end of June we're going to be back in Athens we're invited uh, for a festival in Eleusis, the town that uh, actually I, I grew up uh -huh. until I was 14. Yeah. And then we have uh, a couple of concerts uh, in uh, different areas in Athens. 
and then we'll be back uh, in Crete uh, for uh, uh, some other courses in the festival in Heraklio. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll have a few more, but the schedule is still, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to build the schedule, so everything is a bit uh, moving. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're busy between the two. It sounds like a nice, gorgeous, full life, and you're doing it in a beautiful place. So congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you. Now, the show is called Two Artists Walk Into a Bar, which is the first half of a joke. I don't have a last half, but uh, periodically people give me a punchline to it. Um, Can you tell me something funny from your art life? Have you had any experiences that uh, have brought you a chuckle, either teaching or showing or playing music? The funniest thing, I consider it as funny, is that uh, whenever I decide to do or not to do something, it never happens. Mm-hmm. Like with the music, I decided to concentrate on Cretan music mm-hmm. and it didn't happen mm-hmm. because there are so many influences and people from Bresla, so you get to learn a little bit of Bulgarian and a little bit of Turkish and then you you play with a famous uh, musician, his own music. So yeah. <laughs> also with painting, it never worked like any decision. I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do this. It never happened. It always happens the contrary. Yeah, yeah. So I consider it a bit funny, like you try to make commitments, but yeah. <laughs> they're not <laughs> as you thought it would be. <laughs> it's like the creative gods are saying, that's so funny, you thought you were in charge. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Your, here's your next idea. <laughs> right, right on. Well, I wish you tons of success with it. And uh, thanks so much for coming down to meet me. It's been a total pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure for me as well. Okay, cheers. You've been listening to Two Artists Walk Into a Bar. I'm your host artist, Carol McQuaid. For full show notes and all the links, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com. If you liked the episode, remember to subscribe, sign up for updates, and leave us a review. And if you loved the episode, head to twoartistswalkintoabar.com and buy us our next round. Cheers. Cheers.